There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. It's Friday, September 23rd. From inside the WTOP newsroom, this is the DMV Download, brought to you by the men and women of Steamfitters Local 602. Get an estimate and learn more at steamfitters-602.org. Today, are snow days a thing of the past? Anne Arundel County plans to say goodbye to what many call a simple joy of childhood. Now the superintendent could decide to allow a snow day, but for the most part, the district is favoring staying on schedule and employing virtual learning rather than adding makeup days at the end of the school year. WTOP's Neil Augenstein tells us not everybody was happy about it. They want to have a day in the middle of the year when they can just forget about school for a little bit Mm -hmm. and be a kid. And with nearly every student and teacher mastering virtual learning, many other school districts are looking to academically streamline winter and avoid unexpected snow days. WTOP's Kate Ryan says it's something school boards have been mulling over across the region. Back in 2020, then-Superintendent Jack Smith said, I think we can kiss the snow day goodbye. And you could hear the gasps on the Zoom call. But uh, we've been heading towards this for some time. Thanks for joining us. I'm Megan Cloherty. And I'm Luke Garrett. Remember the days of waking up early out of anticipation, pure anticipation, waiting and watching the TV screen for your school district or listening to WTOP for us to call (laughs) out your school because of the weather. Those days might be over. I remember doing a snow dance, you know, and people like wearing their pajamas inside out and just like crazy things to try and make it snow like that's a thing. But calling off school for winter weather will be rare if it happens at all in Anne Arundel County this winter, as the school board voted to give the superintendent the flexibility to switch to virtual learning rather than declare a snow day. WTOP's Neil Augenstein covered the cold hearted story for WTOP. (laughs) I'm joking, Neil, when I say cold hearted. But is anyone saying anything about taking that kind of hopeful early morning experience away from kids with this decision? Well, uh, you said that they're going to have uh, fewer snow days. That is not certain at at this point. Uh, What Anne Arundel County's school board has voted to do is give the superintendent the flexibility to switch to virtual learning rather than declare a a snow day. Uh, And the plan would give him the discretion to authorize either synchronous learning where the teachers and the students interact live Mm -hmm. um, or to have asynchronous learning uh, where the students work on assignments uh, by themselves at home. The the virtual school day would be approximately four hours long. And I I think in in your intro, you asked the question, why would they possibly want to take that away from Mm. uh, from kids? But the answer is the hope is that by having this flexibility, they can avoid having to tack on extra days at the end of the year if uh, too many snow days are taken. Right. And so what would that really look like? You know, because as we said right now, you know, you look towards your TV channel, your local news organization to see whether that day has been canceled. But now you have to wait for your superintendent. Is it going to happen before you know the weather comes, after? Do we know that yet? Well, the, the superintendent 
already has, is in charge of making that decision, right? Uh, that decision is made every day, uh, you know, whenever there's uh, impending weather. And, uh, you know, we at WTOP wait to, to get our, our calls or our signals from mm. the, the different school districts. So, the, you know, the, the answer is, is always and will continue to be made uh, on the spur of the moment by the people who have to make that decision. Uh, what they what this gives them the chance to do, though, is to switch to plan B so that they can get in the, the four hours of learning that that's required, mm-hmm. uh, either either uh, with a, you know, watching the, the teacher streaming with the with the kids or the kids doing their their own work. Uh, and so, you know, that will help them to accomplish the goals that they need to uh, to meet all of the, the state requirements. Neil, as we know, even before the pandemic, it's long been a guessing game for school districts to play. Right. How many snow days should we build into the calendar? And usually it's about three days. Um, it seems like across that's sort of the, the average. But oftentimes that isn't enough, depending on the winter you have. Is Anne Arundel not building in any snow days at all or how are they handling that? No, the, they will continue to have their their three built-in. Oh, days. they are okay. And, yes, um, under the state guidelines, the school systems can use a total of eight days of virtual learning, and that can be either synchronous or asynchronous. But no more of those, no more than three of those eight days can be students just working by themselves on prepared lessons. So the school district has the chance to do. Um, asynchronous, where the uh, where the, the students are working by themselves, or synchronous, where the uh, where they're watching and, and engaging with the teacher, or they can take a snow day. And so, the the my sense of this is to give them the flexibility so they can all um, do what they need to do without having to extend the school year. Now, the Anne Arundel County School Board, you know, voted for this in a six to two vote. And one of those two votes that was opposing it was actually a student who sits on the board. Can you tell us what that student had to say and why they kind of disapproved this decision? Well, uh, Zach McGrath is the the student member of the school board. And it's kind of cool that he sits there with the, uh, you know, with with the other people. And and he is uh, he gets to have his say. He said that the students uh, came up to him. Um, and he said that this was actually the uh, one of the the first times kids ever came out to him to to voice their you know <laughs> how they were feeling because this this issue was so important to them. They would rather just miss school altogether than engage in a virtual day on a snow day. Uh, I think his his point was they want to have that day off. They want to have a day in the middle of the year when they can just forget about school for a little bit mm-hmm. and be a kid. Mm. Neil, did you ever do the thing where you were uh, you had like a test the next day or something and you're like, <laughs> well, I don't know. They say it's going to snow. Should I study? Should I not? Some risk management. Really, exactly. Risk management. <laughs> Well, that is, you know, I, I think that will continue. I, I don't think that it, that it's guaranteed that that uh, that the school district will uh, will switch to to virtual. The the superintendent said that when they when they have um, when they have information that snow is is coming or ice is coming, they will make the right decision. I I think you know what he what he was doing there was suggesting, don't worry, you'll you'll still there will still be plenty of snow days, 
but now we'll have the the ability if we need to mm-hmm. to call an audible and, and do this virtual learning he didn't bite Luke, I thought he was going to tell me some story about how he, you know, <laughs> apparently Neil Augenstein was a model student and always studied it. no I matter the it. forecast. <laughs> <laughs> Neil, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. Always a pleasure. And coming up after the break, which other school districts are forecasting a winter without snow days? Backed by the experience of its hardworking members, Steamfitters Local 602 is ready to take on your next commercial heating, cooling, HVAC or refrigeration project. Steamfitters Local 602 adds value to our community through its partnerships with local contractors and building owners, all while keeping the focus on improving the lives of its members and their families throughout the DMV. For work that's on time and on budget, go to steamfitters-602.org to schedule your next project. That's steamfitters-602.org. Steamfitters Local 602, changing lives. Thanks for listening to the DMV Download. If you like this show, give us five stars and leave us a review on Apple Podcast. We love hearing from you guys, and your reviews really do help other listeners find this, our area's only in-depth daily local news podcast. And thank you for making us a part of your day. Anne Arundel isn't the only school system reconsidering whether to allow snow days. Kate Ryan covers education here at WTOP News, and she used to be a teacher in Montgomery County Public Schools. She joins us now. Kate, thanks for being here. Sure, thank you. So it sounds like snow days might be on the chopping block in Maryland. How did we get here? Is this just a result of the pandemic? You know, the pandemic fueled it, but this has actually been in discussions for years in any area where you've had snow as a major issue. Yeah. Um, and a lot of fun is made of how this area handles snow. Um, <laughs> but but it really is a hot debate. Do you lose the learning day? Do you risk putting kids in a dangerous situation if the weather suddenly deteriorates? Mm-hmm. And sometimes it does. So... For years, there's been a discussion on how can we do a better job of either calling the snow day or of coming up with a way that we have kids who don't lose learning time. Mm. Uh, and that popped up especially during the snowmageddon seasons where yep. we had four or five days in a row. I believe there was one year, 1995, I could be wrong on this, where we had 10 snow days wow. uh, in at many schools in the region. And then you have the wildly different weather situations. In upper Montgomery County, it can be snowing hard and very icy. And in Silver Spring, you've got rain and no big deal. Mm. There had been debates about let's split the county in two. Fauquier County, Fairfax County had the same kind of considerations. Hmm. So it's not just a Maryland thing. It's It's something that's been in the ether for some time. So, Kate, when we talk about, you know, this is a consideration in front of school boards and probably has been for longer than, than you know, just this this moment. But um, are there any school districts that are really on the cusp of making a change? Well, in many ways, they already have. In Montgomery County, they've done the same thing in terms of asking for it on an ad hoc basis. Huh. Back in 2020, then Superintendent Jack Smith said, I think we can kiss the snow day goodbye. And you could hear the gasps on the Zoom right. call, but but uh, we've been heading towards this for some time. Um, but again, to give a blanket okay to a superintendent to do this—that's I think a, a bit new. I'd I'd have to look it up. Right. But I think uh, Anne Arundel is pushing the envelope a little bit on this. Montgomery County has been on that trajectory as well. Um, Kate, as a former teacher, I mean, it's not just kids that benefit maybe from snow days. I mean, how big of a deal would this be for administrators, for teachers? 
Taking this away. Well, keep in mind for administrators, now this can be a real problem. You remember the snow day calls of uh, students stay at home, but code orange means administration Mm. has to get there. So if you're a school secretary, uh uh-oh, you still have to get, you know, find your way to school. So that was something that could cause issues. As a teacher, I got to be honest here, uh, the night when you had heavy snows predicted, I'd be watching the window. I'd be refreshing the computer, (laughs) just like my kids. Some of my fellow teachers would put on the old pajamas and do the snow dance. Okay, that's okay. I'm not crazy. That's a thing. You are not. (laughs) And and here's why. Um, It it didn't mean I had my feet up all day and was watching soap operas. It meant I have another day to grade papers, to catch up, to do assessments, to take another look at my lesson plans, Mm -hmm. to look ahead, Mm. to see where kids were. I I cannot tell you um, how... There isn't a moment of the day for teachers, and I, you know, I don't mean to make sense of them, but I, they're always thinking about what's next, a lesson plan. You can go shopping with a teacher, and they're going to go, oh, that'd be a great material for my classroom. Right. It's like always on their minds. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Totally. So, so in other words, there's a value to keeping snow days. There was personally, uh, and, and I know some people, th- there's another side to this, too, after what we've all been through with a pandemic of we need a mental break, mm. you know, and, and during the school yeah. year, you're in a grind. You're again, you're you want to keep on schedule. You have tests. You have this. You have that. Um, sometimes it's just that lovely break of let's go out and play in the snow. Right. right? Um, so that that's one of the pros of of having those snow days. But to, I mean, to that same point, we also learned during the pandemic that the home environment for kids is not the same. Right. Some kids could have a great setup. You got a comfy couch. You got Internet. You're good to go. Um, And some kids, it might be a different story. That's right. You have wildly inequitable situations out there. You have for some kids, they may have the Chromebook issued by the school. So the assumption is you're good to go, but they don't have good Wi-Fi. Or maybe they're in charge of babysitting their three siblings. You have a room full of kids. Now, maybe the parents also said, I still have to go to work. Right. So now I've got three or four kids at home. Um, I don't know if that instruction is going to be solid. And from the teaching standpoint, you also have to have a lesson plan, which you can pivot from in person to now. Okay, is this a good computer, you know, virtual Mm. learning class? Because Mm. I was going to do some physical kinetic stuff with my kids. Now I can't. How do I make this work? And the bottom line is they want minimum of five hours of solid instruction, not just kind of let's pop in a movie, kids, and watch. This is serious. And does does that really happen? So there there's a lot of considerations that have to be made on both sides of this. I also think, and Neil mentioned this in his reporting, that a lot of kids are really just, oh, my gosh, I can't even think about going back to virtual learning. So I think there's a little bit of, I mean, PTSD is strong, but it's like, I think a lot of kids really, it puts them mentally in a place where they don't want to be. Back in your room, sitting on a computer, not around your friends, right? I, I am so glad you brought that up because when I'm talking about, oh, it's a lovely break, um, that that's in the days before pandemic, you know, when you got to stay at home and it was a treat to stay at home. After the past three years we've had, because really that's what we're coming in on now, um, kids more than ever want to be in class mm-hmm. with their friends. Teachers mm. want to be able to get to know their kids personally yeah. in that classroom setting. So um, no one's eager to run back to virtual learning. And so when we're talking about this, it also is important to keep in mind that 
Snow days also sometimes eat into the summer. So it really could be, you know, you're either saving snow times or summer times. Or spring breaks. Yep. You can eat into mm. a spring break on this. And again, that's a whole other thing. Families plan maybe all year for their spring break to go see grandma. I had international students who'd be visiting family in India over a break. So that's that's not an easy thing to switch up on the calendar. Mm. And then do you hold the kids responsible for an unexcused absence because you the school system decided, hey, we got to make up our snow days? Right. right. So I got to say, it's a tough call. It's an unenviable position for educators and administrators to be in. But you know, I am old school, and I do remember loving those. Snow days I know. As a kid. <laughs> there's such a strong nostalgia attached to there it. Totally I think in is. all of us. I mean, and there's something there. But I, I do think you know, a kid looks at that and goes, "That's great, Ms. Ryan. That's when dinosaurs roamed the earth." But today, you know, <laughs> right. and and it is true when you can deliver a lesson right here on a, on an iPhone, even. It is is kind of stunning what we're capable of doing. But, you know, there's always that human element that we that we have to write into these decisions that we have to make. Kate, as always, thank you for bringing us, you know, your institutional knowledge on what this means for education here in the DMV. Thank you very much. And before we go, I've got to ask Megan, how was your big night last night? Okay, so we went up to the MS Society um, Ambassadors Ball, where mm. WTOP's Dave Johnson, who you have heard on TV and the radio for sure, yeah, because he's the voice of the Wizards, the voice of DC United, um, our sports guy. He uh, has MS, and he was like the main speaker at the event. He did an awesome job, mm. like a black tie, fancy kind of thing. Um, it all worked out. My heels did not give out on me. My, my legs did not get out, give out on me in heels. Um, but I had a little snafu. Uh-oh. And by a little, I should say, more than a, more than one snafu. Let's hear it. Okay. So this was one of those events where they have like a silent auction, right? So a couple of my colleagues and I were like walking down seeing what's there. And there's a lot of things, of course, are like way out of your price range, right? Right. So there was one thing where it was um, dinners at different embassies. Whoa. So you could like bid on, I want to go to like the embassy of Latvia or I want to go to the embassy of Kuwait or they had these really cool things. That's awesome. So one of them was the embassy of Monaco. Okay. And so I bid, I, I thought, well, I thought I was bidding on the embassy of Monaco. Uh-oh. <laughs> and I put in, and the, bid, the starting bid was like $100. So I put in like 140 which I thought was like a good- Reasonable. Good, good bid. Yeah. And it says, thank you for bidding on the ballet tickets. And I was like, oh, no. And it turns out, I did not read the fine print. It was like (laughs) a dinner and, no, it wasn't a dinner. It was just ballet tickets from the Embassy of Monaco. Got it. And it was during a day. It was like for one day, and I couldn't go that day. Woof. So I was like, oh, no. So I had to like go to like the tech people at the event and be like, Behind Hi. the curtain. <laughs> You're like, um, is there any way to erase my bid? And they were like, don't worry, it happens all the time. Because this whole thing was on an app. Oh, Usually I see. you write it down, but this is all on an app. Mm. So then like 45 minutes later, George Wallace wants to show me there's like some sports thing that's up for bid. So we go up to see it and there's a group of whiskeys. Okay. And I was like, oh, my husband liked like that. Like, I wonder, you know, do you think that's worth like $200, George? He was like, no, no, I don't. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, what about, he goes, but those scotches. So there were these three, like, McAllen scotches. They were really nice scotch. And so I had pulled up the whiskey on the app to see where the bid was. Yeah. And I put in, in the search bar, what I thought, the number of the scotch to see where the scotch was at. Right. And it said, thank you for bidding $502 on the whiskey. Oh. (laughs) I was like... Why is this team happening today? <laughs> so you go back so to the I tech go team. Back, I go back, and you had to put in like a number of each of each like thing had a you know a number. So I was like, so I bid five hundred two on five hundred three, and they were like, 
Yeah, we see it. Dang. You're not allowed to do this anymore. I was like, <laughs> You're banned. Okay. Bro. So I ended up giving money, but not through the app because I apparently am not allowed to do that. Well, it sounds like a good time, though. <laughs> sounds like a good event. It was fun. It was it was really good. And actually, a shout out to the Georgetown University Phantoms. They have an acapella group. Ooh. They were awesome. They performed. They performed. They did a couple songs. They were f- I mean, they were mm. great. They have like a YouTube channel and they're all over the place. You guys should wow. check it out. They're really good. Acapella hits different. That yeah, stuff's good. Yeah, yeah, man. That stuff's really good. Well, I'll do it for us today on the DMV Download. We're sponsored by Steam Fitters, local 602, and our managing editors, Craig Schwab. And our music is by Real World. You guys can leave us a review or rate our show. And please tell somebody you know about this show so we can share the love. Yes. Um, we are posting on social media and I actually posted some a video of the Phantoms. So yes. you can check them out and some pictures from last night. And you can become a VIP listener at dmvdownload.com. And the DMV Download is a product of WTOP News. Listen on 103.5 FM in the D.C. region. If you're driving in Virginia, 107.7. In Frederick, Maryland, 103.9 FM. You can also check out all of our great news coverage online and on the WTOP News app. Have a good one, and we'll see you next week.